We are Allie and Erica, certified integrative nutrition health coaches in gut and hormone health and the hosts of the podcast, Courageous Wellness. We are committed to destigmatizing conversations in the wellness space and celebrate the experiences and lessons of our guests in pursuit of physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Listen to Courageous Wellness wherever you get your podcasts with fresh episodes every Wednesday. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. It makes the Starseed Kitchen podcast possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and more, just like I do with the Starseed Kitchen podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And be sure to like this episode of the Starseed Kitchen podcast and subscribe. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. I am the founder of the website Starseed Kitchen and the healthy food brand High Vibration Foods. And with me today, I have Riley Calloway, the extremely talented Starseed astrologer. And we are blessed on Starseed Kitchen to have her writing a monthly Starseed astrology forecast. So today we'll be talking about a little bit more about what that is, what she she is as an astrologer and how her astrology may be a little bit different than what you've normally read in the back of a magazine or, you know, in a newspaper or on an app um, and why the energies that Riley tracks actually affect your life, you know, every day and every month and why you should be aware of them. So you can use this information to your advantage in creating a better, healthier, more aware life. Instead of, you know, be bopping along like a ping pong ball, being affected by these energies and not knowing why, Um, you know, why some days you wake up and you have so much energy and other days you are just wiped and can't leave the house. You know, it's often not you. It's often not what you ate. It's often not something personal that you should be blaming yourself for. It's something that's happening in the ethers. And by being aware of these energies, um, you can just lighten your emotional load a little bit, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm briefly going to share a little bit more about Riley with you guys, and then we can jump on in. Riley practices spiritual, intuitive, and galactic astrology. She is based in North Carolina, and she is a cosmic professional with a BA in Humanic Studies and an MA in Verdic Science. She spends her days interpreting the energies of starseed charts, both in recorded and live one-on-one sessions. She helps starseeds claim their identity, connect to their gifts, recall their purpose and life pasts, and realize the greatest potentials. And you can get in touch with Riley by booking a Starseed confirmation reading on her website. You can do a live one hour session with her and you can find out all of her information as well on our website, Starseed Kitchen under the astrology tab where she has her monthly forecasts. So Riley, hello and welcome. Hi. To the podcast. (laughs) Great to be here. Thank you so much. 
So I know that you have been busy working and putting together the fall forecast of the energies that are be going, going to be going on for the rest of the year. But before we jump into that, I want to kind of break down your style of astrology and help people better understand um, what you do versus, you know, some other things that are out there. So how did you get into astrology? So I was raised um, in a Roman Catholic setting. And um, funny enough, not a lot of people know about this, but um, Catholic doctrine uh, encourages uh, doubt and questioning. um, Because the idea is that when you are in that experience of doubting and questioning, you go into research And then the Catholic Church expects that your uh, concerns and your doubts um, will be uh, satisfied with the information that you come back with. And so it will um, fortify your faith and and confirm the doctrine. And so you're more solid. Um, So I I grew up in an environment where uh, we were always encouraged to research and to seek truth, which was pretty awesome. And I would call that probably radical Catholicism because (laughs) I've heard from generations before ours, uh, that necessarily wasn't the case. Yeah. So, um, blessed in that setting and it kind of just took root from there through my exploring of different religions and different cultures and different backgrounds and experiences, which kind of like led to different experiences of different dimensions and science and like all potentialities and possibilities. And then philosophy just kind of wrapped it all up in one. And so I was urgently seeking something that kind of encapsulated all of that. And that's when I found astrology. So that was um, actually towards the end of high school when I really tapped into that. Yeah. So we're talking like 2007, eight, nine. Was it naturally easy for you studying the different planets, studying the different signs? Was that because in my opinion, it's almost like a math. So did it come to you very easily? So it was the best of all worlds for me. I am actually not a math person. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also not uh, particularly excited about most sciences. Um, Biology is pretty exciting to me, but that's pretty much where it stops. Uh, Chemistry and physics, no way, Jose. So when I found astrology, um, I did see that there was a math part to it, but the math combined with contemporary technology and softwares that was really softened and kind of automatically done for me. So I didn't really have to worry about that too much um, in terms of accuracy of Mm -hmm. depiction of planetary bodies and cycles and such. So having um, computers do that for me was awesome and really allowed to fully dive into the other side of it, which is more like the it's the same side of the brain that does math but it's like languages and and then connecting to the other side that is like literature and metaphors and analyzing like meaning behind things and tapping into intuition to kind of integrate all the information 
And I did find uh, towards the end of high school that I actually do have um, a gift and you can see it in my natal birth chart right there. (laughs) That's what I was really curious. So have you been an astrologer before? Yes, I have worked in research and especially with the stars um, many times times before. So yeah, one day stumbling across this, it was like, oh yeah. And it was just relearning the, the, the basic variables and and Mm -hmm. dynamics and then reintegrating that, but then like awakening those memories once again. And yeah, just some things were just totally natural. Yeah. Because I have never been an astrologer. And so it's still a foreign language to me. So I knew it wasn't something for me to dip my toe into unless I really wanted to start from scratch. It doesn't come natural for me. So I rely on people like you who speak the language, you know, versus me when I peel potatoes, I have flashbacks of like other lifetimes where I'm (laughs) potatoes, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so we all have our different skills in this lifetime that we've definitely, you know, honed and crafted many other times before. Yep. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) And that's another reason why natal birth charts are such powerful tools because it powerful tools help you to tap into those if you're not having the flashbacks. So you're not having the experiences that are invigorating those memories. Once again, you can also turn to your energetic stamp and be like, what was that again? So what is your natal chart for people that don't know? Um, do you want the whole thing or? <laughs> yeah, just share what a natal chart is. So if someone was wanting to get some more personalized astro- astrology, they've seen that there are readings available where you can have your natal chart read or get a copy of your natal chart, but they really don't know what that means. Yeah, of course. So when we are born and Astrologically speaking, that is defined by the moment we come out of the birth canal and we take our first breath. So we inhale the energies of the atmosphere. So at that time, the planetary bodies or the cosmic bodies are in um, particular positions. They're just, they're living their lives, going around their own rhythms. And it just so happens um, when we come out and take that breath in, we're not just sucking in air, we're also taking in an energetic imprint. So it's like a snapshot of that moment. And that moment is designed by us before. Yes incarnating. And so by studying this moment, it's like our starting place on the board and all types of layers of information is, is bound up in this one moment. Now, fun little fact, there is an astrology chart for everything. Every single moment has an energetic imprint. Um, And that's really advanced astrology, but it's just something nice to keep in mind. Um, Everything, everything is living. Everything is constantly breathing and going. So it's all moment by moment. But that's why it is so important for us to take a look at our own snapshots um, because it's another tool that helps us strengthen that connection with our authentic selves. And it helps us along our journeys through life and, and, and employing the tools of, of discernment to understand what has our name on it and what does not. 
because uh, when we go with things that don't have our names on them, um, yeah. a lot of us get derailed and then life kind of falls apart a little bit. Yeah. And it doesn't, you, your soul doesn't feel fulfilled. You know, that's when you end up in a job and, you know, you don't feel like you're supporting yourself or really making an impact supporting anybody else. It's like the cosmic version of dis-ease. Yes. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. You're just feeling out of sorts and disconnected and you can't figure out why because you've not listened to yourself and made the choices right for you. You've listened to other people's opinion or, you know, the different constructs of our society to create your path instead of following the path that you know is right for you. Exactly. Exactly. And, and there are uh, circumstances in which that is by design, yes. this, this forgetfulness, this amnesia, this not paying attention or being conscious about aspects of ourselves. Um, and those are usually time release. So that's another important yes. thing about astrology is studying our own personal timing because everybody is on a different t- a clock on a different clock. So it's another way to look at the natal birth chart. It's your personal clock and it shows when you're going to be activated uh, in, in certain respects or when things are going to be happening in your life. So um, the natal birth chart show us shows us where the pieces were set up initially and, and all of the um, gifts that we brought in among so many other things. That's why you have so many different types of astrology. They're like filters to read the chart, but all the information is there. And um, there are always very strong patterns that will come through despite whatever astrology you're using. So if you're reading from a psychological lens or a galactic lens or an intuitive lens, or you using a different house system, regardless your themes are so strong because we as individuals are just so pronounced that it'll always shine through no matter what. So I know a lot of people get a little stressed about, oh, is this the right kind for me? Yeah. It's going to come through no matter what. I mean, truth is truth is truth. Perfect. So when you get your natal chart done, which I have had my natal chart done, obviously, that's how we know each other. Um, (laughs) So you provide your full name. First, middle, last, you provide where you were born, what time, uh, anything else? Uh, the date that you were born. Yes. Um, the year. And, yes. Yeah. Date, place, and time is very important. And yeah. this is the part that can trip some of us up sometimes. Um, the time, it sets the chart up. And that's like a whole other discussion. But um, I think fundamentally, just know that your birth time determines what your rising sign is. And the rising sign is what sets the rest of your chart up. And you can get your birth time by looking at the little bracelet that your mom probably clipped off of you when you were born. It'll say the time you were born on. It should. It could be on your birth certificate. Um, And you can also contact the hospital or where you were born and they should have that tracked. And I know there are some cases where people's time are still off that they can feel it and that the person reading the chart can recognize that the timing is off a few minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Those are the 
Those are the very advanced masters. <laughs> if, if I am lucky enough to have children, I will have somebody in the room with a separate watch mm-hmm. to like make sure that we get that time correct for my child. And you know, <laughs> it's not like some nurse or doctor just like randomly looking down 10 minutes later being like, oops, I forgot to double check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Understand the value of knowing this information and how it can serve us. Yeah. And when you're looking um, at your birth certificate and it doesn't have the time on it, um, if you go back to the hospital or go back to some uh, official governmental establishment that will have that information, it's good to specifically ask for the long form birth certificate because that will have one that's the full sheet of paper. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then if you are SOL with that, don't worry. Um, All hope is not lost. There is one more thing that you can do. It's called chart rectification. And there are special astrologers that are specially trained to reverse engineer your chart. Yeah. Based on major events in your life. So day, place, and time you got married, day, place, and time you had a child, day, place, and time you graduated from high school or any level of schooling, those major milestones help the astrologer to reverse it back to a very tight window of time of birth. Amazing. And there are a couple of websites out there that I've come across. Just, yeah, just type in natal birth chart rectification and yeah, you should be hooked up with somebody who can do Amazing. That. That's yeah. extreme talent. Yeah, right? Now, I don't know if you talk about this with people, but you know, you and I have a teacher who have shared with us that this natal chart is like a blueprint for our life. Mm-hmm. And that there is technology somewhere in the atmosphere that can that can see that natal chart essentially within our blood, within our DNA. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that from anybody else or just that one teacher that we share? Just that one teacher. Yeah. Um, but if you, I mean, if you flesh that out all the way through, it makes complete and utter sense when you start to see Uh, the interplay between uh, subtlest levels of energy and our physical bodies and going into the science of that interplay, both physics and quantum physics, um, all all of the uh, pieces of evidence that have been accumulated thus far support that as well. So it was also confirmed to me. So on another level, Yes. Again, I did the research route and and confirmed that, but yes, uh, that teacher is the only person who has explained that or or who has mentioned that. Yeah. Which brings us back to the science and that there is so much information we don't know about the power of our blood and so much lost information regarding our DNA and DNA strands and all those unnamed and missing strands. So it, it kind of adds to the story mm-hmm. where, you know, we seem to be at a loss for information. So that information rings very true to me. Um, I took our advice of our teacher and I took my natal chart and I put it up in my bathroom, like right over my towels, where I knew that every day that I needed a fresh, you know, washcloth, I would look in that direction, see my natal chart. And I kept it up for years. I believe it's still up today. 
And that way I was essentially looking at my, my own personal crop circle every day and allowing that pattern that you see in your natal chart to kind of reflect back in me again. So it can kind of bubble up and rise a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And to that point, um, even further, if you are uh, studying astrology and you're studying like the meaningful um, bits behind the components, uh, like the symbols and what they stand for and all of that, you'll also add another level to that practice because every time um, an extremely even advanced astrologer takes a look at their own natal birth chart, they will also see something different every time. I mean, that's how many layers there is to astrology as a tool. And what's so exciting about astrology to me is that it's such an amazing example outside of ourselves that it's it's like living art. It's like eternity incarnated. Mm-hmm. And it's just a tool to read that. It's, oh my goodness. So it's yeah. a never ending study. You never arrive. Yeah. Which to some is great news. To others is like, uh, no, thank you. No, it's great news because it's essentially a book that you can never finish because you yeah. can go backwards forever and you can go forwards forever. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's amazing. And I think it's really powerful when you can find something that allows you to tap into your strengths and your weaknesses. So you know what you can call on when you need support um, because the best person to call on when you need support is yourself. And you can tap into those strengths that you know are deep down in there. Um, And then when experiences come up where you know that you aren't skilled or you feel like there's lack, you can be aware of this is an opportunity to grow something where I know I I haven't grown it yet. And Mm -hmm. instead of looking at it as a challenge, it's just a growth opportunity. Just like showing up at school every day is just a growth opportunity. Exactly. And that's when you are standing in your power and you are empowered with that perspective. Whereas um, if you were less aware of that, it would be more of a stressful experience for you. Yeah, I completely agree. So I often find you know, maybe the first time you get your natal chart and and then you, maybe you'll get it done again. Um, it'll leave you with lots of confirmations and lots of questions, but over time it'll just bring you comfort. Yeah. I think it's always nice to hear that you are on time and you're in the right place at the right time and you're living your chart. That's, I mean, I, I, even though I can read, I also get readings um, from other astrologers, uh, because there's also this beautiful uniqueness in everyone. And it helps to get that other perspective outside of my knowledge base and myself, um, because it, it brings this, this freshness. I mean, it's, it's like eating fresh vegetables or fruits. It's the same experience for me. So even I will go out and, <laughs> Yeah, because they can get a download while they're sharing the information with you that isn't going to be cluttered with your own internal dialogue and it can come in crystal clear so you can receive it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like kind of any healing practice, like healers go see other healers. They absolutely do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the trick is always finding out who your favorite psychic medium or healer goes to for 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 work when they need it done. Mm-hmm. 
So you can kind of build your, you know, your team of people that support you. Right. Right. Exactly. Hi, I'm chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high-vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on StarseedKitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. I first got my natal chart done to get my natal chart then done. And then many times I'll get my chart read before my birthday. So I can kind of know the forecast for the year ahead. So I can know the different months that can be supporting me with different projects, um, get guidance on the best time to launch new things. Um, when I should be fo- focusing more on my personal health versus travel. Um, can you talk a little bit about like why someone would get, um, a natal chart, natal chart reading done for their birthday. Yeah. So those readings are officially called solar return charts. And basically it's like a brand new natal birth chart every year. Yes. Based on the energies you were born with. So I suppose it's not brand spanking new, but um, it's like a new one every year that sets up the energies you're going to be working with that year, or rather a map to those energies. What is going to be emphasized for you this year? What is going to be required of you this year in order to tap into those greatest potentials of success, however you define that? And so um, what the chart actually is, I mean, from a scientific perspective, uh, the sun, when you were born, was at a particular degree in a particular zodiac sign. Every year since then, it returns to that exact position. I mean, we're talking to the degree and minute. However, uh, because we are on um, a different calendar system and we have such things as leap years, that will shift um, from compared to the actual day that you were born. So sometimes your true birthday, which is when the sun returns to its exact position it was in when you were born and you took in that first breath, um, sometimes it is on the anniversary day of your birth, but sometimes it's also a day or two before. Uh, Sometimes it's even a day or two after. It's just math and time and calendar systems and perspectives and preferences of calendar systems. But um, uh, in in looking at your solar return chart, it's like you are further equipping yourself with um, what are the 
full potentials of the year, and then you can strategize accordingly. So for example, let's say you have this like strong impetus within yourself to start a business. Yes, that is a desire that you can call upon the universe to fulfill. Absolutely. But Remember, we all have our own timing. And let's say this year is actually not about business for you. It's about tending to your home and your family. Um, And this is not a particular business you can start from your home. This is something that will require extensive traveling. You wouldn't want to start that business, even though you are so feeling right about it. Um, That would mean that this year is more a year for planning that uh, eventual manifestation and, and really taking advantages of these other potentials that are present in your year at your home with your family. And you'll probably find that these energies were here to focus on because they assist you in the launching of that, that year that comes where launching your business is the best. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely. I think that that support is really valuable and who doesn't want, who doesn't want to know that everything's working in your direction when you've decided to make a major decision. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all about ensuring that success and doing everything possible because boy, oh boy, it is not fun cultivating all this energy and putting it forth and then having it flop. And how exactly. And knowing that if you would have just changed the dates just a little bit, everything would have worked in your favor a little bit more. Right, right, right. So much less stress and freak out and meltdown. <laughs> do, you use, do you use any astrology apps? That support your readings or just support your day-to-day? So um, I actually use this one astrology app that I will pull up um, just in public uh, because um, I do this sort of tracking where I track the people that I am surrounded by. um, And I just look at patterns of who I'm in contact with. Yes. Yeah, it actually started with um, family members just seeing who I was born to and then extended family and and seeing the influences there. Um, And then I extended it to like in education environment, just classroom settings, who's in the classroom with me, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And that that supported my study of astrology. So it was kind of like a twofold situation. So the the app is called Time Passages. And there are so many apps that'll do um, natal birth charts and and like all sorts of progress charts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But I like this app because it'll do the natal birth chart, but then it'll do what's called a transit chart. And that's tracking the planets where they are right now with respect to where they were the day you were born, the exact moment you were born. And so it shows you how you specifically are affected by the current planets and what is being activated for you, um, what kind of challenges are present for you right now, what kind of lessons you're working through, what kind of energy you have to work with right now. And I love this app because it not only shows where the planets are, but it also shows aspects of the current planets and how they are interacting or conversing with your natal 
planets. The aspects are basically the conversations that planets are having with each other. Um, and there are flavors to the conversations. Is the conversation a happy, excited, eventful one? Is it a like an angry, challenging, don't do that one? And, and all in between. So um, I love the app because it depicts all of that. And I have not seen any other app that does that. And what I used while I was practicing and, and learning um, astrology, there's this book by Robert Hand. It's called Planets in Transit. So I use the app and the book in conjunction with each other. They complement each other beautifully. Um, there are write-ups uh, in the app. Um, but I really like Robert Hand's take on not just the position of the planets in the houses of your natal birth chart, but also the conversations that are had between the current position of the planets in your natal chart. Um, yeah, he just does a really good job of fleshing out um, the timing and the meaning in the timing. Um, it really helped me to flourish in my knowledge. So now I'm able to do it more automatically um, yeah. because I know like an opposition presents this kind of opportunity, whereas a trine means something else. I love your passion for astrology. I love the way you communicate <laughs> system. You. you make it really exciting. You make it digestible. Um, you make it really fun. And I could listen to you talk about astrology literally all day long. I really, really love it. And you're a beautiful writer. What I, what, if you haven't discovered, you know, Riley's Starseed Astrology Reports, which she does on Starseed Kitchen every month, she is a beautiful writer and you provide really easily digestible segments of what's happening every month down to dates. So people can be aware. And I always go back to this because I'm really affected by planetary alignments and I'm really affected by moon cycles. They affect how hungry I am or not hungry. They affect whether I am full and bubbly and have tons of energy, or if I'm sluggish and I can, you know, barely get out of bed, get to work, be in the kitchen. Um, I'm, I'm really personally physically affected. And for me, it's really nice to know that it's something planetarily that's going on. So I can check in and know that it's not something maybe I've shifted in my diet or something with my sleep cycles or something else. It really helps me better take inventory of myself. Um, so tell me about how you go about writing the starseed astrology forecast every month. Yeah. Um, so that was a major, um, graduation to another level that I did not anticipate or expect. Um, I was coming at it as if I was reading my own personal transits, um, but it certainly takes a leap to a more collective level. And it had me um, stepping further back um, and, and taking deep breaths and relaxing. I literally have to relax my body and focus on opening things up as I am looking at, um, it looks like a natal birth chart, but I'm literally looking at the wheel um, and I fix it to where I am um, in North Carolina. Yeah. And I have to kind of soften my gaze 
and just watch. I go through each day of the month and watch the general progress of each cosmic body um, that I'm looking at. And I'm looking at a total of 14 bodies and they're creating this like symphony that's occurring throughout the month. And there are, there are astrologers that break it down day by day. I mean, it can be moment by moment. There are some astrologers who do weekly forecasts. Um, and then there are those who also do the monthly forecasts. So you really have to have discernment when you are doing a monthly forecast because there's just so much going on. There's so much music playing. And so you kind of have to prioritize like what is the most important theme going on? So that's the bigger picture, taking a step back, taking all the patterns in. Um, But then also using intuition to kind of tap into the collective rhythms. What can be said about this month that would be most useful for people to apply um, most immediately? Um, Because there are just so many things going on. You can know about all of it for sure. But then like, okay, what do you do about it? Like some of it's just happening, unfolding. It's this beautiful unfolding of this big design that is just it's an awesome story okay I'm telling you what <laughs> I've got popcorn. Well, I think it's really great especially if somebody is still locked into following the news and following what's maybe going on yes. um that's being shared with humanity um mm-hmm. it really helps you take a step back and not be alarmed when you see different news headlines I yes. think it, yes. it, it brings a lot of calm by reading the Starseed Astrology Forecast and kind of knowing what's going to be um, tickling the collective, so to say. And then you can just watch the collective of humanity kind of flow with it or not. Exactly. And to that point, there are only ever two choices, to spiral up or to spiral down. And that's another thing you're looking at. Um, So a lot of the times, um, a lot of big media sources will be focused on the spiraling down energy. Um, And so again, these forecasts are more focusing on the other potential of the spiraling up energy. And there are some challenging instances uh, where it can cause a bit of stress um, in the physiology But it's for um, beautiful purpose and just knowing about the other side of it can also give us a, a, a grace in which we can go through the fire knowing this this beauty awaits us on the other side. Uh, whereas a, a couple other media sources might not necessarily give us that kind of information and just have us focusing on the tragedy of the fire. Yeah. And you also share every month um, Starseed Power Days. So yeah. I know that might uh, resonate with some people. Can you tell me a little bit about Starseed Power Days? Yeah, those are, they're usually um, in the middle of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after this big buildup of energy and it's kind of like the payoff um, in the middle of the month in which uh, those who identify as starseeds um, do have 
different experiences from those who don't are, are on other programs. Yeah. Um, so these experiences usually entail um, a, a significant boost in energy, um, as well as um, the experience of pretty intense activations um, and receiving of downloads and, and light codes as well that express in so many different forms. And each month there is kind of a different seasoning, a different flavor to those activations. And so I do a little bit of um, detail regarding what kind of flavor of activation can be anticipated during that period of time. Um, it's great though, because it happens every month. So if you didn't experience anything like super profound one month, um, don't worry, you have a whole entire year. <laughs> you do. You absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to that point, um, I don't really explain this uh, in the forecast, but I, I think I will get around to officially writing it out. There are some activations uh, during Starseed Power Days that are going to be more powerful for some star seeds than others. And that is because of the energies in their natal birth chart. It's mm. just that those activations um, are more concentrated on something like, you know, their sun sign or their moon sign and where it is in their charts. Again, we're getting a little more um, advanced with the yeah. integrations and the activations. Um, but, but that's just a little piece of information to explain why one month you might not have a profound experience. And then three months later, you're like, holy cow. It's because that star seed power day time hit your sun or hit your Pluto or, you know, some other big planet that had these wonderful, uh, domino effects throughout other departments in your life. Well, and, and your diet and lifestyle also affects how physically aware of you, you are that you are receiving a download of information or an upgrade of your physical body. So the more whole foods you eat, so fruits, vegetables, root vegetables, proteins that are pasture raised or hundred percent grass finished, wild caught fish, like as you eat these real whole foods and you have less clutter in your diet, you know, less processed food, less fast food, less refined sugars, you will be so much more aware, especially because your pineal gland will start to decalcify. Um, all those toxins move out and you'll just be so much more aware in your physical body that when there is a little change, you'll notice it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Refine, refine, refine. And it's so funny because we're <laughs> um, end of August, beginning of September is a Virgo season. So that's, that was a big focus then and refining, refining, purifying, purifying. It's always an exciting time of year uh, for myself because I have so much Virgo energy in my chart. It's a big spring or fall cleaning, however you want yeah. to categorize. And so what are we moving into in the fall? Like what are the energies that we should be expecting for the fall season? So for this particular fall season, um, the astrology is everything is pointing to relationships. Okay. And dynamics in those, but it's all coming back to the ultimate relationship, which is that which we have with ourselves and that um, connection 
with the authentic self or the higher self or the truest form of self, um, that is taking center stage. And it's the key. It's the absolute key to um, driving through this incredible uh, flurry, this storm, this, um, um, well, we're heading into tornado season and, and hurricane season right now. So a lot of um, storm activity is going to be transpiring, um, a lot of beautiful chaos. Um, and what will be our sure, true north um, is holding on and strengthening that connection to that deepest and greatest part of ourselves and knowing what has your name on it and what does not and not get carried away with all of the pandemonium um, that will be around you because chances are that doesn't have your name on it. And you know what? The the fall season's my favorite time for food because it's root vegetable season. Yes. I myself am always leaving my body and always leaving. And so I really have to gravitate towards those root vegetables. So I stay grounded here on planet earth. And it's such the correct diet for this astrological season that we're moving into. If there's going to be storms and whirlwinds and um, a little bit of chaos, if the collective chooses to participate in that, um, the best thing that you can do is ground yourself to Mother Earth. So spending as much time as you can outside, um, getting barefoot on grass or dirt if you can. Uh, and then, of course, actually eating root vegetables. And that's anything that grows under the soil. So we're talking about tubers like sweet potatoes and yams and potatoes and turnips and celery root and carrots and beets. Anything that's growing down into the earth is going to help you feel more grounded and connected to earth, which you're just going to feel more grounded and connected to yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I want to further emphasize too. Yes, yes, yes. Potatoes, please. And thank you. Um, but also I personally have found connecting with, um, nature specifically the trees and physically interacting with the trees, like posting your back up against a tree and just receiving from the tree that is just so beautifully and naturally grounded and just kind of programming yourself, aligning with that programming has been phenomenal, especially with those of us who have Mercury, which is the planet of communication, as well as the mind and mental processing. Yes. Every Gemini gets to raise their hand right now. Yes. And so sometimes minds can run away and get frantic and the energy gets um, frazzled. And for those of us who have those experiences, trees are our best friends um, who can absolutely assist us through those processes. Yeah, I find that if you're in a place where you you can't um, sit against a tree or put your back against a tree for a long period of time, simply walking up and putting both hands on the trunk of a tree, I mean, you can't not feel the vibration of the tree. For me, sometimes if I've really disconnected and I've just been too focus on work and on my laptop and on my cell phone. When I first touch the tree, it feels really uncomfortable. 
because you can feel all the energy moving. Um, and it takes a, bo- a moment for you, you to adjust mm-hmm. um, and then take it in. But, you know, give yourself a minute there and you will just feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in a big city. That's what I had to do when I lived in New York City. I just went into a park and I would just put my hands around the trunk of a tree because if you just got too into the tree, you know, too many people would be staring at you and it just gets a little overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A little too much attention. A little too much attention. One thing that you don't want sometimes. So just try the two hands on the tree too, guys. Or of course, if you can like sit down on the grass and put your back against the tree, it's so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, incorporating these awesome grounding practices and maintaining that strong connection with self is going to really assist us through this very interesting, um, downright transformative fall. That's the big theme for this fall, which is funny enough, that is a Scorpio theme, uh, which is transformation and transmutation. Um, so early in the fall, it's going to be focused on relationships. And we're going to see a lot of transforming relationships, um, which is the result of people uh, connecting with themselves and realizing um, certain groups no longer resonate Um, certain people are on another timeline or another path and that is beautiful in and of itself. Um, and so taking that beauty, the next step is both individuals following and staying true to their resonance. That is, that is as close to perfection as we're getting in this realm. Perfect. Well, we sadly have to wrap up our call today. So I wanted everyone to know the best way to get in touch with you if they wanted a personal session? Yeah. Um, Okay. So if you are looking for um, starseed confirmation, um, if you're not sure if starseed is something that you are connected to or a program that you're on, you can get that confirmed uh, through the website starseedhotline.com. Um, And you just enter the portal and there are a bunch of us. Um, I work with a team of galactic astrologers. Um, So you can, you can click on my profile or, or anyone else's and you'll be able to, we will be able to confirm that information for you um, and kind of walk you through uh, your, your markings and explain uh, how they're connected to your life and, and what they mean and how you can do for the research. Um, and then we also have uh, stage two readings that go beyond the confirmation reading. And those are more, um, they're live sessions and they're more um, open to questions you may have um, about your chart, about your life, um, what you're doing, where you're going, et cetera, et cetera. So those are more open-ended. Um, now, if you are more into just like an open um, dipping your toes into astrology and kind of feeling out and figuring out just general energies. There's another website you can go to. Um, it's called spiralupastrology.com. 
and you can just get a general natal birth chart reading or a transit reading um, or a solar return reading, uh, which is also offered at Starseed Hotline. Um, it's just going to be from a galactic standpoint. So in, in line with Starseed, um, whereas this other website is more just general um, energies. Yes. And the Spiral Up website, is it spiralup.com? Spiralupastrology.com. Spiralupastrology.com. That's your website, right? Yeah. 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 And then you can also go to Starseed Kitchen and click on the astrology tab where you can read Riley's monthly reports. And then at the bottom of every astrology report are also her links. So you can find her there as well. All right. Anything else you feel like you need to share today, Riley? This has been so informative. I love just listening to you talk about astrology and you empower me with the information that you pass on every month. So thank you. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you for the opportunity to share and kind of kicking my butt to get out there and share it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. This is informative information um, that only supports your journey and your experience here in your life. Um, All it can do is support and help. There's, it's all positivity. So, you know, use it or, or don't, but why not take advantage of something that's already happening. Yeah. Uh, You know, okay. I actually do want to piggyback on that and just kind of lay this foundational uh, statement. And that is to always, always, always keep in mind that every single transit experience. So every single movement in the cosmos, um, energetic influence um, from a cosmic body uh, to us here on this plane is always, always, always for our highest and greatest good. So it it can be a little painful sometimes, but it always is just so beautiful when we come to the conclusion of that. It is, absolutely. Because the whole purpose of being here is to grow as a soul. Exactly. That's what we get to do. And I'm grateful I get to do it with you. You make it a lot more fun. (laughs) So I encourage everybody just to continue to explore who they are, because as you explore who you are, whether you use astrology or not, you'll continue to find the people that can support you on your journey. And if we're here to learn and grow as souls, we might as well have a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Riley. And I really look forward to actually having you back on again. Yay. Can't wait. All right. Thank thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.